to the podcast, Happy and Single. I'm your host, Joseph Anderson. You can find me on Instagram at the It's Possible Guy. And today is episode 111, and it's entitled, It May Seem Silly, But Believe in the Miracle on Your Street. Now, first off, I want to say, if you're listening to this in real time, the day this is being released is Christmas. So, Merry Christmas. Your Christmas is a time of hope. Christmas is a time of new beginnings. Christmas is a time to let the white snow of life fall on you and let you start over. And I want you to know how much Heavenly Father loves each of you. If you happen to be alone on this Christmas, whether you're actually alone or whether you may just feel alone, I want you to know how much God loves you. He cares about you. He watches over you. And he wants the best for you. And on this day of Christmas, if you feel that feeling of just sadness or disappointment or frustrated, that your life hasn't gone the way that you've wanted it to, I want you to know that he really does care. And I want you to keep believing. I I want you to keep hoping and, and, and believing that your life really will work out. Your life will unfold according to his timing, according to his plans, according to his designs. There will feel like roadblocks. There will feel like challenges. But if you just keep pressing forward, if you just keep believing, your life will work out. You know, sometimes we go to God and we say, hey, if you really care, if you really love me, you'll give me this. But what we don't know, what we don't understand, is there may be something we have to do before that. There there may be some area of our life that we need to start showing up better. Now, please understand, I am not here chastising you and criticizing you, especially on Christmas. I'm sharing these things out of love. And even sharing these things, I'm in the same boat you guys are in. And I'm realizing in this moment, there are other things in my life that I need to do better. That I need to improve. There are battles that I need to fight. Or basically that I needed to show up and let, let the Lord fight. But I need to show up. I need to do my part. And, and if you're not where you want to be today, If you're not where you want to be on December 25th, 2022, you can change it. Maybe not necessarily today, but could you imagine if next year you were exactly where you wanted to be, or at least moving in that direction? I believe so strongly that God wants us to succeed. He wants us to know how much he loves us. He wants us to know how much he cares about us. This is the quote that I woke up to this morning. I believe the Savior Jesus Christ would want you to see, feel, and know that he is your strength. That with his help, there are no limits to what you can accomplish. That your potential is limitless. He would want you to see yourself the way he sees you. And that is very different from the way the world sees you. That's by a religious leader of mine named Dieter F. Uchtdorf that I just love. 
Now, I want you to start seeing yourself the way God sees you instead of the way anyone else sees you. All, any thought that you have that doesn't tell you how amazing you are and what potential you have does not come from God. It comes from the adversary. It comes from that crazy leprechaun voice. And you better believe, especially on the holidays, the, the adversary and all his forces are working hard. And they're going to make you feel frustrated. They're going to make you feel upset. I mean, haven't you noticed on Christmas, especially, sometimes people are just on edge. Now, granted, most people haven't got much sleep the night before um, for, for obvious reasons, <laughs> since we're helping out all the kids. But like, you guys, every one of you has a choice on Christmas to believe, to believe in new beginnings, to believe in hope. There's a beautiful song. It's actually a, a song more about Easter, but it, it says, here is hope. And it's talking about Christ. You know, I shared before and I've shared many times how at the beginning of la this year, on December 1st, I set resolutions and I set seven of them that I was not going to miss a day, and I haven't. Now, granted, I got into my hotel last night at 11.40 p.m. I'd been driving since 7 in the morning, and I still had to play 21 minutes of guitar just to play it. I went through the motions. I went through it as quickly as I could. Was it that beneficial? Was it amazing practice? No. And I learned from that, like, I tried to structure my life. I tried to force myself to do all the things I wanted to do instead of allowing myself to do them. And I wouldn't do that again. I mean, I might, I'll take on different experiments and I might set like one New Year's resolution, but setting seven is just, it's just burdening your life so that when Heavenly Father inspires you and tells you to do something else, you, that you can't. It's like, well, I, I got to finish all these things and it's, it's going to be one o'clock in the morning by the time I finish. And it was almost one o'clock in the morning by the time I went to bed. And that was okay. But I, I want you to know that you have hope. You have a future. And the Lord would never tell you different. You know, there's, there's a show I was watching. I, I, I think it was, it was either in Once Upon a Time, the, the series on Disney+, Plus, or it was in the movie Fred Claus. I don't remember where it came from. But it said, the best stories are about transformation. Why do we love watching a character go through a transformation on screen? Why is that so awesome to us? Because we're hoping and praying like crazy that somehow, some way, our lives can transform and we can transform our lives into what we desire to become. Every one of you has a chance to transform. And one of, and the quote was, the best stories are always about transformation. There, there's a moment, for example, in the, in the movie Beauty and the Beast. And if you've seen the, the stage show or if you've seen the movie, they're both wonderful. 
Um, the magical moment, the moment that I would almost want to go watch all these shows again is that single moment of transformation. It happens in most Disney musicals. In Frozen, it's where Elsa you know, cha- changes her outfit in seconds, like in half a second, so fast that you're like, how did that happen? It happens in um, Cinderella. I, you know, I saw my, my buddy's production of that recently, and it happened in that. And you're like, whoa, how did she do that? Like, you know, it's coming, you know, there has to be some sort of a transformation, but it's that momentary split second transformation that we're like, oh my goodness. The movie I was talking about, Fred Claus, there's actually quite a few transformations that happen in there, but we love watching people transform because there's a part of us, because our fire, no matter how low you feel today, no matter how frustrated you feel about this entire year. And I, and I too, guys, like there's plenty of things I feel frustrated about that I hadn't made more progress. The adversary is real and he works so hard on us and we beat ourselves up plenty as well. But we think if they can transform, we can transform. I love shows about hope, about transformation, about faith, about like all of these things. Your life can transform. And it seems so hard sometimes. It seems so challenging to think, oh my goodness, I have spent 38 years of my life. And if I would have done this differently, if I would have done this differently, my life would have been different. I don't know that. You know, sometimes we think about that and we, we realize it's like, well, if only I would have done this thing different. I have no idea. I mean, I, I was quite judgmental and a little bit, um, for lack of better words, arrogant when I was younger. And if I had become instantly successful, I don't know what that would have done for my spiritual life. I have no idea. None of us have any idea what would have happened. And that's, and that's the most important thing to me is my relationship with Heavenly Father. Because that's the only thing that's going to last after this life. I mean, my relationships with others, of course, but, you know, and who I become, absolutely. But it's like the scripture says, if I, if I work my entire life and, you know, lose my soul in the process, what's, what's that worth? Nothing. So you don't, your, your life isn't as bad as you think it is. Your life isn't as hard as you think it may be. Your life is unfolding. And there's a beautiful scripture that, funny enough, coincides with the number of episode of this. 111 is one of my favorite numbers. I'm a numbers guy. I was born on 711. Like, and so the scripture is in Doctrine and Covenants, and it's 111.11, and it says, Be ye as wise as serpents, and yet without sin, and I will order all things for your good as fast as ye are able to receive them. Now, the first part of that, which I actually love, no more I understand it, is be be wise. A serpent was pretty sly. We know know from the Bible that the serpent was a pretty sly character. But he also said, be without sin. You know, don't, don't do anything that hurts people, but be creative. Get out there, be creative, throw yourself into life. And I will order all things for your good as fast as ye are able to receive them. 
There are things that are not beneficial for me to receive yet. I don't know what they are. Apparently, some of the things that I haven't gotten yet. (laughs) And for yourself as well, there is a reason that you have not gotten the person of your dreams in your life. Or I'm going to start saying the, the, the right person for you, the best person for you, the best match for you. There's a reason. Maybe you're not, I don't know what it is. I'm not, I'm not saying that you're not showing up in life. I'm just saying there's things to work on. And the only person that knows that is between you and Heavenly Father. Whatever that is. I don't know. I, I have no idea what it is for you. I, funny enough, as I'm recording this, I, I know what it is for me, or at least what I think it is for me but I don't necessarily know what it is for you. And and you can talk with God. You can ask him and say, what is the step that I need to take to prepare myself to be with the person that I'm going to love, the person that I'm going to be crazy about, the person that I'm going to be excited about? What What is it that I need to do to prepare? Because so often we spend all this time focusing on, on us, or we focus all these things on other people, and well, why haven't they come into my life yet? I don't know. But what I do know is throwing yourself into life never hurt anybody. You know, the more that we don't get what we want in life, the more that we think it's not going to happen. So there's a quote, in, and I, I highly recommend watching, especially the older version of Miracle on 34th Street. And there's a moment in this movie where the little girl that's asked Santa Claus for a house in order to believe in him, she goes to her mom and, and tells her, like, I thought, I thought he was Santa Claus. I thought he was going to get it for me. And, and her mom says, faith is believing in things when common sense tells you not to. And the little girl says, oh, so you mean it's like, try, try, try again? And and so the little girl sits in the back and she's noticeably devastated. Like she's so, she's so sad that Santa Claus didn't get her this house. But she just starts saying, I believe, I believe. It's silly, but I believe. And after that, the, the Santa Claus walks over to uh, the, the, the little girl's mom and he, hands her, and he hands her directions. He says, hey, there's a lot of traffic. Go this way and you'll miss a lot of traffic. And she's like, oh, okay, cool. And so they go. And, and the little girl in the back is noticeably devastated, but also in the same frame saying, I believe, I believe, I believe. And, but more in a sad voice. It's like, I believe, I believe. And all of a sudden, she looks up and she says, Stop! Uncle Fred, stop! And he stops. And there is the exact house that that she asked Santa Claus for. God knows what he is doing in your life, especially when you don't. He wants your ultimate and your truest happiness. 
and he knows what that is. He wants you to be happy in every area of your life. There are so many things. There's so many areas of a relationship. There's the physical aspect. There's the connection aspect. There's the emotional aspect. I was watching a movie. It's called a Holiday in Handcuffs or something like that. It's a it's it's an older movie. And just heads up, if you guys hear hear noise in the background, I'm I'm uh, I'm recording this in a hotel room on my way to my my sister's house in the Midwest. So I I can't control doors slamming or anything like that. But so back to this movie, Holiday in Handcuffs. This girl basically kidnaps this guy in hand because you know the the guy of her dreams that she was. And not even guy of her dreams, the guy that she thought she was supposed to be with that, you know, seemed like he had it pretty well together, probably looked good on paper, that he dumped her on the spot. And so she kidnaps this other guy and drags him to her family party because she's just not going to show up without a, without a guy. You know, and it's interesting watching, you know, first of all, he's of course really upset. And then once he realized, you know, his life's not actually in danger and you know, he just basically has to spend this time with her. The more time he spends with her, the more the connection grows. And then there's a moment that, you know, she sees him, you know, shirtless. And she's like, whoa. <laughs> you know, and thinking about that, I really believe that Heavenly Father wants us to connect on every level with the person that we, des- we decide to marry. But it is our choice, and it's also their choice. And sometimes the more years that pass, we, we almost lose our belief. We, we, say, we don't say it's silly to believe. We say, I don't believe. There's probably people out there, maybe even listening to this, that feel that they'll never meet the person of their dreams. They'll never meet the, the person that's... Yeah, like... I don't know your situation unless you've actually come on and talked to me on the, you know, ask anything call that I do a few times a month that you can see on happyandsingle.com, the schedule for that. I don't know your situation. But what I can tell you is God has prepared an amazing person for you. I really believe that. Now, I know some people might not get married in this life. I, I do understand that as well. And I'm not sure why. I'm not sure how all that works out. I, I really don't know. I think we're afraid to believe. Because when we've been stung, it hurts. It hurts really bad. <laughs> this, is a, this is a strange analogy, but... I, I, re- I really like honey. I actually put it in like my protein shakes and like it's, it's really good, right? Well, I don't know if you guys have ever been stung by a bee, but it hurts pretty r- bad. It hurts ridiculously bad. 
if I had to go and get my own honey out of a beehive, I don't know if I would do that. And I think sometimes that's the way it feels to us. It feels like, well, if it hasn't, like, I've been hurt really bad, I don't want to go and try to find more honey because I might get stung. Yeah, you might. And it does. It, it, it stings really bad. It hurts like crazy. And it's also okay. You know, it, maybe it takes even more. I, I was going to say it takes the same amount of faith to believe in not having something happen as it does to having it happen. But regardless, either of those are just thoughts that go through our head. What if no matter what you believed, you could go after what you wanted anyways? I mean, the, the podcast I think I did last, last year or the year before was, hey, if you can believe in Santa Claus, you can believe in yourself. And now, what does believing in yourself mean? It means no matter what, showing up and doing the work. You know, there's a magic in believing. I don't know if you guys have ever spent Christmas just by yourself or even with your parents without any little kids. It's not the funnest thing in the world. There was one year that my, myself and my parents, we, we all live in Arizona, and we decided not to go to have Christmas with my sister and her kids. And it was honestly, it was so boring. <laughs> we, we watched them even over, you know, over Facebook portal. We even watched them open their presents, and it just wasn't the same. Well, now it, I mean, especially without having my own kids, that's where I go. I go and I spend time with my nieces and nephews and oh my goodness, the magic of Christmas is incredible. Well, where does that, where does that magic come from? It comes from their belief in something that really doesn't exist. Yes, yeah, so hopefully you know by now that uh, yeah. I'll I'll let your parents know tell tell you about Santa Claus if you've never heard that. But like no, he 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 uh, he doesn't. And we believed in that for song. You believed that a man could fly across the entire world and deliver six billion presents in one night. And you can't believe that you're going to find one out of six billion to, to marry you? you? You can't believe that you're, you're going to be able to write your book or you're going to be able to grow your business. You're going to be able to do anything like that? Well, which one are you feeding? Are you feeding your belief or are you feeding your doubt? Guys, I get it. It sounds super silly to believe. I mean, you know, even some of the impressions that I've had that are super personal to me that some of them definitely, if, if anybody had told me some of those, I would say they're crazy. Not actually crazy, guys. I, I, I understand that. Every, like, I've just learned. I mean, my, my past self would have said, oh, are you sure about that? But when you know stuff, you just know. Whatever it is that you're being guided and directed to do, believe in that. You know, we worry so much about 
almost becoming like too big for our britches, like, you know, becoming so powerful and so egotistical that, you know, we're not going to, we're going to take all the credit away from God. I don't see that. I really think it's the crazy leprechaun thinking it's like, hey, well, hold up, hold up. Are you sure about this? Whatever is your strength, the adversary can also use as your weakness. And even just our common sense, all of that stuff. Like we we worry so much about the right things to say, the right things to do, the right path to go on. Just pick something. Pick something and work it intentionally. You know, if you've thought about writing a book, for example, write the book. Set, Set goals. And understand that God can help you complete them. Usually we set a goal, we're like, I have no idea how to complete that. Yeah, but God knows how. He tells us, we've been told by a religious leader of mine, Russell M. Nelson, to seek and expect miracles in our lives. Guys, start seeking, start expecting miracles to happen in your life. I mean, right now. Could you imagine if you took to your life the same magic, joy, and excitement a little kid takes to Christmas. Oh my goodness, I can't wait to see what's going to happen today. Okay, what, what, what do I want to create? Well, you didn't create anything yesterday or for the past 40 years, so why could you create anything? Oh, that's right. You know, our magic is put out so quickly these days because we let other people in. Stop listening to other people especially when they're telling you stuff that doesn't serve you and help you, especially when it's something that God has told you, hey, go do this. I know it seems silly to believe that God can provide you with the the person of your dreams or with the job of your dreams or with the career of your dreams or with the path of your dreams, but he's God. He's literally God. And if you ever doubt for a second that God doesn't want to bless you with every amazing thing that is good for you, there's a scripture in Romans 8.32 that says, He that spared not his own son, but delivered him up for us all. So God gave his only son, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, for every one of us. Then he goes on to say, How shall he not with him also freely give us all things? If God gave us his only son, do you think that he can't give you everything that is wonderful for you? Absolutely. People that turn their lives over and believe in God, believe that he is, believe that he can do all things for you. God does amazing things with their lives. What is the miracle that you want? If you could experience a miracle, if you could ask God for anything before next Christmas, what would it be? Go ask him. Ask him. Ask him to help you create anything that you want in your life. I look at God as the most amazing, incredible coach that has ever existed. 
when you turn to him, when you ask him for his help, for his strength, for his guidance, you will receive it. And then it's up to you to follow it or not. Once again, I know it seems silly. I believe, I believe. It's silly, but I believe. God doesn't judge us for saying, this makes no sense. Yeah, he gets that. He understands that. He's the perfect father. He knows what he's doing. I was listening to the story of the Christmas carol yesterday. And you know, I think it's amazing at the very end of a Christmas carol, Scrooge is overjoyed and he's ecstatic. He's so grateful that he can change his life. No matter how old you are, you can change your life. I mean, the thing I find fascinating about that is in some of the renditions, he's probably 70 years old. Okay, cool. So I'm, I'm 38 and I've made some choices that I, I'm not thrilled with. All right, well, what do I want to do now? What do I want to create now? The only thing you can create is your future. And the only moment you can live in is your present. I mean, I love how excited and how happy most of the ghosts of Christmas present are in any version of the Christmas carol. They're always, you know, made out to be this person of abundance and joy and excitement. That the present moment is the excitement. Spending time with either by yourself or even people you love, but being in that moment and not thinking about every way you wish it was different. I mean, once again, the Christmas Carol is a story about transformation. It's about a story of a man that, you know, won't give anything to anybody and thinks everybody should die. Or not everybody, but, you know, he's like, hey, I'll let them die when they're asking about people that are in need. And then towards the end, once he puts a face to that name of Tiny Tim, oh, yeah, don't, yeah, don't let him die. Help him. If you're struggling today, get outside of yourselves. When you have those thoughts pop up, focus on what you can do for somebody else around you. Focus on somebody else's day that you could make. Somebody else's day that you could brighten. And understand that you too can have your transformation. And there's nothing wrong with sitting and watching movies of transformation. But it's only going to happen as you work towards that transformation. We just see the moment. We see the moment when the beast becomes the prince. We see the moment when, you know, insert whatever the transformation story here. But once again, this is a time, this is a season for hope. And I would invite you over the next week to simply start exploring what is it that you want your next year to look like? What is it that you want to create in the next year? And then go start doing it. And you will be amazed at what you begin to experience in your lives. So I hope you have a Merry Christmas today. 
And I hope you have an incredible, awesome day. I hope you feel loved. I hope you feel appreciated. And if you have nobody to love and appreciate you, turn to God. He is always there to love, appreciate you, and even serve you. And whatever you felt inspired to do as you've listened today, maybe that's just to go have a wonderful, amazing, and joyful Christmas, go do it. Now, if you've made it to this point in the podcast, I'd like to invite you to go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. I don't know how you got here, but that way, if you ever want to get back here again, it's right there for you in your subscriptions. And if you haven't already joined us, one of the really cool things that I do that's free for anyone that would like to participate is each Monday morning at 10 a.m. Arizona time, I host a group coaching call for Happy and Single. Anyone is welcome to come on, and you can even receive a little bit of one-on-one coaching time with me, depending on how many people are in the call. Now, every now and then that schedule changes, so you can go to the website Happy nsingle.com to be able to look at the schedule and also to be able to find the link to the Zoom room. Now at the same time, if you would prefer a more one-on-one type of coaching experience where you can sit down and share your hopes and dreams and, and just kind of the stuff going on in your world, then there's another option available for you as well. Now, the bulk of my business is actually doing one-on-one coaching. If that's something you're interested in exploring, I've got a few spots open in my coaching practice. You can just message me on Instagram at the It's Possible Guy, and we can sit down and have a chat. And it doesn't matter where you're at in the world. I've worked with people across the world. I do everything over Zoom, so it actually makes it pretty easy. Thank you guys so much again for listening. And go out and live your adventure. Thank you.